Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Brayden. we got to record. Let's go. Got to record up next. Let's go. You wait? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Coffee. Yeah, I've got the coffee on. Also got some bagels. Do you want a bagel? Yeah! Show me how to use this toaster oven. You turn it on. Yeah. Song. Lovely. Yeah. Astro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Yeah. Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands. I did half a Zan, 13 hours till I land. Had me out like a light. Hey. Like a light. Hey. Like a light, he slept through the flight. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for another edition of Up Next. Davey, my roommate, my buddy, my pal, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? We're uh, recording this early in the morning. Yep. Because uh, we have jobs. Got my OJ, got my bagel, got my coffee. We're, uh, we're learning how to use a toaster oven that I yep. may or may not have stolen from my past tenant. Really? So that's good. <laughs> How did it work? Did you all right? You figured it out? I don't know. Does it taste okay? It tasted great. Yeah. Um, we got our mugs of coffee. It hasn't kicked in yet, even though I'm, all of a sudden I feel a little awake. So I'm going to... I'm staring at your N64. We back. played Birio Kart the other night. We did. I killed you. We had a couple of friends over and we decided to play Birio Kart and I learned I'm not good at Birio Kart. So Birio Kart, for those of you that don't know, is... Just a traditional Mario Kart race, but you've got to finish a pint of beer during the course of the race. But you're not allowed to drink and drive. You've got to pull over, put your controller down, and drink. But before the three laps of a Mario Kart Yeah, which you messed up on the second. Yeah, so I was disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You have to finish your beer within the three laps in order to win the game, and I didn't do that any time. However, we we were on the, the Twitter machine at... The Bray D. And a lot of people said if it was, uh, uh, to- what were people calling it? Cushio Kart or Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo Kart or something <laughs> to do with smoking. I'd probably beat you then. But, oh, but drinking wise, yeah. uh, you destroyed me. I destroyed you. Um, I'm trying to think of other drinking games that we can play with Smash Brothers because that's the only N64 game I know. Uh, and maybe Goldeneye. I think I spanked you in some Goldeneye before. Yeah. But- but I know you're going to practice and get better, and mm. then you'll probably beat me at that as well. I'm not good at video games, but uh, I still want to try Fortnite. Yes, I know. We'll... So we got to try that. It's been busy putting shit on the walls. Yes, we <laughs> have. You, you've, you've been the handyman around here, and you've been putting up shit all over our walls. We got uh, our hallway of our new place here um, is all the Star Wars movies, even yep. the bad ones. Yep. Even the bad ones. Uh, still looking for the um, like the Christmas special poster. Oh, I would put that up. Uh, <laughs> I've actually never watched it. I'm sure that's actually probably worth more than 
a lot Anything. of things. <laughs> yeah, I, if they even sell that. Um, then we got a giant uh, Jim Morrison up in the hallway because uh, my boy Jim, I love him, Lizard King. Um, Halloween poster up near the entrance yeah. of our of our place, and then. Uh, in your room, you got like some Twin Peaks going on. I got Twin Peaks. I got Rick and Morty. I got, we got some Banksy. I got uh, the Joker in mine. I'm trying to find a, a Frankenstein from my own room. Oh, they sell that that place. So we're trying to we're trying to pimp our our pad out. It's getting there. Pad. It's getting there. I'm happy. So been here a week. I'm yeah. I'm happy so far. How how is it living with me so far? Fine. I mean. Dishes, yeah, dishes. You, but you you went high pitched when, when someone goes fine. No, it's good. It's good. All right. Um, yeah, you are right too. I like that when I'm bored, I can just be like, "Hey, do you want me to beat you at video game?" No, that's not how it works. Um, I'll destroy you a golden eye again. Don't worry. Uh, no odd job, and we're good. Yeah. Uh, proximity mines. Yeah. Does everyone? Um, like it's been a rule for like forever, which to ban odd job. I never use them. And you didn't know about the crouching either. That's why you... You know when you said, like, you saw me just sliding around the place? Yeah. It's because I was crouching. It didn't matter. I, sla- yeah, you, I slayed you. You did, but, I like... I destroyed you. It was... I was bodies. Um, but, yeah, odd job crouching. It's like you just can't hit him because he's well, so small. Well, I, I'll i still kill you if you're odd job. I don't know... Oh, because he's small, right? Uh, he's, right. he's, like, way smaller than he's everyone else. He's the guy else, who throws the hat. Crouch. Yeah, yeah. Who throws the shoe. That guy. He's mm-hmm. that guy. Uh, well, clearly we were living in uh, the 90s because um, I was also going through a box of just random shit. Because when you move, you're supposed to throw things out. And I did. I actually threw out my Bailey and my Sasha Banks shirt. They just got a little too like old and ratty. And it was it hurt me. What, Sasha and Bailey? No, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Bailey shirts. I was like, sorry. come on, that's no, a bit sorry. <laughs> My Sasha Banks and Bailey t-shirts. Uh, okay. I threw out a bunch of old clothes that I just don't wear anymore. And... It was so sad to throw those out. But in random boxes of shit when I was moving, I found a box of Lego yes. that, that Wei Ting got me for Christmas like a few years ago. And I never opened it out the box. I just kept it on a shelf in my old place because it was like Scooby-Doo Lego. So we had some friends over and we all built this this mystery machine Lego. And now um, I don't know what to do with it. I'm scared it's just going to break because it took way too long to make because <laughs> um, we were drinking when we did it. We were so, making martinis that day. Yes, so you were being the best bartender uh, by by making us some dirty martinis, and then a weird blueberry. I don't know some Dollarama. That was the one that, that was the one that put you over uh, the edge. <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about that. But um, well, we also didn't talk about how uh, a few weeks ago was my birthday. Yeah, and we went to see Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, and Marilyn Manson decided to do. Uh, uh, fentanyl Some extracurricular <laughs> activities. <laughs> and didn't show up, so we left and didn't even go. We got a refund and didn't go watch Rob yeah. Zombie. But I know people that stayed and they said, to be honest, like, I good. think leaving was the right thing to do. Oh, okay. Uh, they said he wasn't bad, but, like, they had to wait basically another hour after For we sure, left yeah. before they went on. Yeah. And it was, like, raining well, on and off. And... I'm over Marilyn Manson. We're yeah, done. Fuck you, you, Marilyn Manson. Fucking Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Ruined my birthday. No, I still had a glorious birthday. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, crib notes here because we're short for time because you have to go to work. But it is official. We are going to Chicago. Yes, indeed. In September mm-hmm. uh, the 1st. Do you know anything that's going on in Chicago on the 1st? I can't think of anything. Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels. Wow. <laughs> The one match, I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to to all in in the the outsides of Chicago, the I guess. Sears Center. Now, I really want to see the Home Alone house. Is this possible? Can we do this? Do they do tours, or are we just gonna like Uber to some house <laughs> and look at it, and then and then and then Uber back, and then. Uh, I think they do a tour. I don't know. I, I, we watched Ferris... I made you watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off the other day. My favorite Chicago movie. Did I watch all of it? <laughs> Those martinis. <laughs> Those martinis. Um, yeah, we watched Ferris Bueller. Uh, I'm obsessed with John. all the John Hughes movies. I, I'd say Ferris is my favorite. Maybe Planes, Trains. But 
I want to visit all these. Pl- I've never been to Chicago. Is it Beantown? Is that Chicago? No, that's Windy that's City. A, Windy City, right? Mm. There's too many nicknames. Uh, for beans, these. wind, like yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I want to see all these Chicago places. So, to any of our listeners who are going to All In or uh, are in the Chicago area, uh, scrump. Um, and want to say hello or meet up or anything like that, uh, give us a shout and maybe we can uh, work some things because we're down to make some friends. Yeah. Uh, food recommendations as well. Like yeah. any anywhere you've been to because it's actually my birthday that weekend as well. Your birthday it's, is the 3rd of September. It is. So it's um, it's Labor Day weekend that weekend. Mm-hmm. So my birthday, I think, is on Labor Day, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, my birthday is 3rd of September. The way to remember it is... It's 9-3. Nine, uh, 9 is divisible by 3. That's not a good way to remember no. it. I was watching Bob's Burgers last night, <laughs> oh. and they're Bob and Linda's anniversaries on the 3rd of September. Oh. And Linda's like, how could you forget? It's 9-3. Nine, 9 is divisible by 3. <laughs> That's terrible. Also, I... I, I You'll never heat. forget that. I, I get heat because I don't like that show. Yeah, but how? Like, everyone gets so angry at me. Like, you don't oh, like cartoons. Scooby-Doo, that's it. Fuck <laughs> well, if anyone can recommend, what is Chicago famous for? Deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. All right. I like not. I don't know if I could eat a whole like deep dish. Sounds a lot of dish. I've seen you put away a lot of food. Like, <laughs> and now he's saying, I don't know if I can eat a pizza. Get out. <laughs> um. All right. Well, anyone in Chicago listening, uh, we'll be there that week, and we're looking to to have some fun. Maybe some karaoke. Chicago yep. have karaoke. Sure they do. Probably. Chicago, uh, I don't know. Stop. Um, well, we can talk about this week's episode of NXT. It's a quite interesting one, if you ask me, because um, the show is taped in advance, mm. and somehow, some way, they have now been using the internet to basically continue the show after it has aired and ended, because... Well, we can talk about it. So let's chat about this week's episode of WWE NXT. The show starts off with Amber Nova. Have you heard of Amber Nova before? I've not, no. I've watched her in uh, Impact and TNA when I had to watch that lovely show. Um, she she actually is not that bad. She's just super ripped. Yeah. Like, she's... Like, she's you could... Oh, great cheese on those apps. Literally, like, yeah. she's looked like this for quite a while. She's, like, in crazy shape. Uh, her gimmick is she's the daughter of a mechanic. Uh, I follow her on Instagram, and um, <laughs> as I do most uh, NXT superstars... Um, and <laughs> Mauro Ronaldo makes a sparky plug mention, which I thought was quite funny. Um, I, she has a great look and, and honestly, I've watched her uh, have a, a few matches before this and she's not that bad. She's not in the Mae Young Do you know who she reminded me of? Who? Um, Amber Nova. Oh no, sorry. I lost my notes. Oh, my notes you did deleted halfway this. through. So I'm trying to remember what. Is what, and I'm. I think I was going to say something wrong, so just continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amber Nova is the the really jacked. She's, yeah, she's tiny, but she had like red hair. Yeah, sure, kind of. Um, was she Amber Nova in TNA? Yeah, that was okay. her name there as well. Um, she is going to face off against Nikki Cross. So, poor Amber Nova. You could probably already guess her fate in this matchup. She Nova gets a bit of offense on and off here, but basically it's a squash, and Nikki goes crazy, I guess is what you could say. She literally starts screaming and slapping herself, running her hands up and down her own body, and then attacks her, does a crazy flying crossbody in the ring, then hits the move that Morrow is calling the Purge, which I think is a great name for this, which is the spinning fisherman neckbreaker. Uh, the three-handed family credenza or whatever. Um, and Nikki Cross pins Amber Nova here. So uh, the women's... I mean, she wasn't called up with sanity. No, I was going to say, I'm confused why Nikki's still here. Yeah. Um, unless unless that's a direction they may be thinking if Kyrie wins at TakeOver sure. to turn Nikki and have her go against Kyrie, maybe in a program. But I feel she... 
I feel she seems like the odd one out now with she the rest is. of Sanity going up. You're I like, thought well, so too. Why are you going back to just squashing people? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I feel, I feel they were either just like waiting and maybe move her up in Brooklyn sure. or maybe they've got ideas for one more sort of title feud. Cause for me, cause for me, Nikki Cross is, is kind of, I think she's great in mm. the ring. I think her matches are, are really good. Uh, I mean, this was just kind of a squash, but she's really just like the, the basic I'm crazy now, which you took her away from sanity. Yeah. But you took that away and now she's literally like, look how, look at the history of pro wrestling. Mm. You can spend all day naming characters or wrestlers whose gimmick was, well, what's their gimmick? Crazy. Yeah. What are they? Oh, they're crazy. I'm crazy. That's her gimmick yeah. now. And it's just like, oh, that really has taken away now that you're not with the other, the group. Yeah. Cause it's just, you're crazy. Okay. Mm, doesn't really stand out. Although she is great and she, she should be able to stand out. I think maybe she should just go up to the main roster. Yeah. She could be she could be a, a great touring asset to like SmackDown or something like that. I think just put her back with Sanity. Yeah, maybe they'll just eventually just join them back yeah. up or something like that. I mean, I, I I don't know how great they're doing anyways. So, you know, mm. it's it's tough. There's too many there's too many wrestlers these days. Like when people are saying, "Oh, give these people a chance. This wrestler needs a chance. Why aren't these people signed? Why isn't this person called up?" Because look at all these. Yeah, like, that's the thing. When you call someone up, it's not like you're getting rid of a load of people. Yeah, it's exactly you're just putting more on the same thing. You so. bring up, you bring up uh, four people to a main roster. There was four people who had a spot there. Where are they going? Yeah, they're going to be fired. Where, what happens to them? So, but I, I definitely felt like this was the first time watching Nikki, where you're like, why are you still here? Yeah, it's like it strange. It just fell out of place now. Uh, so. Maybe we'll see more of Amber Nova in the coming future because I, I feel like she's got a, a good look as well. I know she did some stuff with Jericho on uh, his podcast or something like that, so she has she's promising as well. Um, they promote that tonight's main event is Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano uh, because both of those guys hate each other after last week and the week prior. Um, then we have a promo for EC3. He will join the Dreams Experience later tonight. And also Ricochet will be in action as well as the debut of Keith Lee. Now, I'm not crazy familiar, super familiar with him in the indies. I know you've seen some of his stuff, I, I think, right? Yeah, see, yeah, seen a fair bit. Yeah, um, they basically have a promo package here. He says, I always look at yesterday and aim to be better than that. The NXT Universe, my name is Keith Lee, bask in my glory. Uh, so he will debut later tonight. Yeah, and we were, we were saying last week, because uh, Dream was saying, oh, bask in my experience. Yeah. So it's interesting they're letting him <laughs> do this. I found it odd that that's back-to-back. -back. Yeah, like, lots of basking. What does yeah. that even... What is basking? Bathing? Like, yeah, soak it in. Soak it in. All right. Bask. My glory. Uh, Ricochet comes out to have a match, and as his theme music plays and his... Lasers are lasering. He doesn't show up. But then Undisputed Era is there, walking through the lasers, dragging the carcass of Ricochet, and they drag him out and they drop him into the center of this lasers. And what a shot here, because I like the, the Ricochet entrance with the lasers and everything. And Adam Cole, baby. Has posted Sorry, Adam Cole baby. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Cole uh, posted this photo of all of them looking over the like the dead body essentially of Ricochet while the lasers are still up and like Roddy Roddy is like doing mocking the the hand pose. It's such a great shot on his Twitter. And Adam Cole has a microphone and he's like, "I'm not a coward. You called me a coward. I'm not one. I don't hide behind anything, Ricochet." You are nothing, and you still will be nothing, because I will mangle you in Brooklyn, and I will still be undisputed. Uh, so they stop Ricochet from having a match. It cuts to the commentary team, and they're, Morrow's doing a really good job of pretending like, uh, we, we, we were supposed to call a match right now. I don't, uh, everything, is, everything is thrown out of whack. Quickly, uh, th th throw to a backstage interview right now. We don't know what to do. And it, I thought that was a good addition because yeah. usually it's like, oh, well, there's, this match was canceled. Better cut regular 
go back to regular programming. Um, I'd love if they just panned to like the jobber in the ring, being like, just like "What the fuck's sake!" Like, <laughs> it didn't, it, there was no one. My there, only yeah. match on WWE. <laughs> TV. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, like Jason, JC or Chris, yeah, was just chilling, waiting. <laughs> Uh, I was a bit disappointed Bobby Fish didn't come out with his little trophy. <laughs> he was he was there, <laughs> he was but he there. didn't have the trophy, yeah. Um, everything about Undisputed Era is fantastic. In fact, uh, this is kind of funny, because the whole thing is wrapped around how Ricochet called Adam Cole a coward, and Adam Cole is yelling, like, I'm not a coward, you call me a coward, yet he's here with his boys beating up the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's the classic, like, dickhead heel, yeah. being like, yeah, well, I'm not a coward, but he's he needs help from all his friends to to beat up Ricochet here. Um, now, what do you think is, is, is going to happen in Brooklyn? Do you think Ricochet uh, dethrones Adam Cole for the North American Championship? Because I'm interested in this match. This match is going to be crazy. I think it'll be a great match. Um, to be honest, I think I'd like Adam, Cole to, Adam Cole to retain. We'll talk about this going forward um, later on. We go to Vanessa Bourne. She is backstage. Um, Dan Matha asks her a question. <laughs> he says, Vanessa, Vanessa, what's your game plan tonight? Uh, so tonight it's Vanessa Bourne versus uh, Tainara Conti. Um, and the winner gets the final slot in the this year's May Young Classic. Um, Vanessa says, my game plan, it's simple. To win. Because I am the vision. Vanessa Bourne, Vanessa the Vision. I'm going to be the final spot. Um, was anyone else just picturing her having an infinity stone in her as forehead? As soon as she said Vision, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> What's with wrestling and easy, people easily stealing comic comes the book ring, <laughs> like, painted purple, <laughs> stone in her head. Was, isn't Vision green? He's purple, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. Paul Bettany. Uh... He's green at the... I don't know. No, Maybe that, I'm missing him up with Martin. the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Another name a wrestler stole from the comic book. Um, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the slightly racist one. Not The Hulk isn't racist because he's green, but, you know. A lot of wrestlers steal comic book names. Like yeah. It's really common. Um, we go to our next match, which... This whole episode at first to me seemed like it was really just like put together, but then at the end of it, I was like, that was kind of a good episode of NXT, in my opinion. Uh, and this is here's why uh, a guy named Adrian Jaoud comes out to the ring. He looks like he's a bald, black bearded Ken from Street Fighter. Like he's dressed in his gi, he's got like uh, <laughs> judo stuff, he's got a black belt on. He's from. He's Brazilian, isn't he? He's from Rio de Janeiro. I, yes, they talked about how he's like actually like he will kick your ass. Like he's got the black belt. He was in the Pan Am Games and mm. stuff like that. And dude is jacked. Um, and then he has to face Cassius Ono. <laughs> so instantly I'm like, oh well, okay. He comes out. The match starts, and Jaud is doing like a bunch of capiora like stances, and Mauro Nal is making fun of him, and so does Cassius Ono. He taunts him doing the the fake out here. But then he shows his his actual worth. He does a bunch of like side wrestling slams, some, some chain wrestling from this guy Adrian Jaud. Um, but then Ono finally counters and hits a standing senton and a boot in the corner. Um, there's a spot where this guy Jaud keeps trying to back suplex Cassius, but he can't. But then eventually does lift him all the way up and hits like this back teardrop kind of suplex. Um, but then Ono fights back and somehow lands the, what they call the dream crushing elbow, the dream crusher, which is like he goes for the Rick Root neckbreaker, but instead of doing it, turns around and hits you with the elbow, the rolling elbow, and knocks you out and pins him. One, two, three. So Cassius Ono actually winning a match here on NXT. Well, he won the other week because it right. feels like they're turning him. I think so too. Um, which is like, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see him. Uh, like maybe in a title picture soon. We'll see. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I think he's turning heel simply because watching this match, I'm like, it it should have been like, oh, Cassius Ono, wow, what a great uh, showing. But it wasn't. It was more so from this guy, Adrian Jaoud. Uh, I would like to see more of him. He he seemed like he could he looked like a little beast. Uh, I would like to see more of this guy, uh, Adrian Jaoud, because he's just doing all this Capoeira stuff. Um... I think you're right. Cassius Ono needs to turn heel. 
Well, I think it is. Yeah, I think he's slowly doing it. Um, and then go to the main roster and do whatever you do. <laughs> Be a trainer. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he knows how to use our toaster oven. Um, Velveteen Dream. Okay, this was like one of the best things I've ever seen in wrestling. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, you speak. Um, Velveteen Dream and EC3 have this thing here. Uh, I'll tell you why, David. So let's go through it first. Velveteen Dream is is lounging in in Orlando somewhere in a in a pool area on a on a lounge chair, and there's music and the the video is like kind of fogged out like his promos mm. have been, uh, but it's during the day. It's a sunny day in Orlando, and EC3 walks by. The music is playing. He shows up. He goes, "Hello, Dream. Hello, EC3. Would you like to take a walk?" EC3 says. I'd be charmed. So they go for a walk. And as they go, EC3 stops and says, Whoa, whoa, I thought you were about to throw me into the pool. And Dream uh, Dream says, No, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do that. And they, they start to talk. And they're talking about their match in Brooklyn and how they're, they're quite similar, both these guys. The EC3 calls himself the Golden God of NXT. And Dream calls himself a bunch of crazy nicknames. And the Dream's... Three glasses thing, his his glasses they they drop to the the floor here. They're still standing near the pool, and EC3 says, "Hey hey hey, I got him." And he bends down to pick up the Dream's glasses, but as he does, he lifts Dream onto his shoulders and does the TKO, throwing the Dream into the pool. Remember when you were a kid, you do wrestling moves in the pool yep. from the outside of the pool, it does more damage. <laughs> I still do this now. <laughs> And he throws Dream into the pool. And the Dream is drowning. He's struggling. He's going crazy. He's screaming, help, 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 help me. Help the Dream. And EC3 says, dude, it's three feet deep. <laughs> and then the Dream realizes and gets to his feet. Um, and then EC3 walks off. And it says that the Dream will be in action at Full Sail next week to talk about this whole Dream experience. Now... I hated this. <laughs> um, this reminded me of like Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, old school Undertaker style promo vignettes that they would do here. Simply because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, I felt it was more the like broken Matt Hardy route. No. Which they've proved they can't even do broken Matt Hardy with <laughs> Matt Hardy. So now, you never watched Chappelle show. I, I, have you heard of I've Dave heard Chappelle? Of it, yeah. Okay. So there's a, a famous sketch in the Chappelle show about Rick James, where it was like, I'm Rick James bitch. And it's a classic E true Hollywood story. It got the show crazy popular to this day. People still say I'm Rick James bitch. However, there was a second sketch that was a Prince one where Dave Chappelle dresses up like Prince and it's about uh, Charlie Murphy going to Prince's house one day, and it's all like Prince's. He's telling a story about how he plays a pickup game of basketball with Prince and everything like that. That that character is what the dream has basically been based off of. Yeah. Is this sketch? Um, Prince was was have to have said loved that sketch so much that um, in his later years he released a song, uh, a CD, and the album cover is Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince. Right. And and Dave Chappelle said, "I can't even sue him or get money out of it because it's me mocking him." Yeah. So it's a whole intricate meta thing. This is that. This is that sketch. Right. The 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 fogginess mm. around the music playing in the background. If you watch that sketch, it is very similar to this. Okay. Um. So that's clearly going off the Chappelle show stuff there. But that being said, I got like old school vibes. I think Dream is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> oh, I, I really like it. I love me, that you hated it even more. Well, for me, I think so much has worked. And for me, this... Oh, this, this worked totally. This didn't land No, for and, me. I, and I don't like EC3. It but even EC3 was funny in this. I'd be charmed. But does it... <laughs> Does it make you excited to watch yeah, this match? Yeah, No, then I realized, oh, I still don't like EC3's ring work. I, Dream's got to beat him. Dream, ha I'm sorry. Dream, there's no way EC3 needs to win this at all. There's no like Dream, uh, Dream keeps losing in his matches, even though they're amazing. Although he beat uh, he beat Ono. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> Who does? Who hasn't? <laughs> um, this was great. Go watch this. It's so. Alright, I'll watch this sketch. 
<laughs> no, go watch this again. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna throw I did you into like. The pool. <laughs> I did like how uh, EC3 was like reflected in his glasses. Yeah, it's I thought so that was good. cool. It's so funny. That was about it. Uh, it just reminded me of like any cake segment or Thanksgiving meal segment on WWE. The best like, part is like you're the going fogginess and the funny. music playing. Like it was just weird. It was purposely like. Uh, it was supposed to be that, like... I know, I know it was yeah. meant to be, but just yeah. didn't land for me. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Um, we go to our next match here. It is the debut of Limitless, Keith Lee. He's going to face off against a German superstar, uh, Marcel Bartel. Um, Who's uh, Axel Dieter from WXW. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he came out to... Ringkampf's um, music, the the symphony. You know, Walter comes out. Yes, with it as okay, well. got you. Yes, yes, um, yes, which is like one of the best entrance themes. It's I think. Pre- he's looked pretty like mean and serious here. Uh, he comes out and uh, he's gonna. He has the tough task of going against the the next big thing here in in NXT, which is Keith Lee. And he yells in the beginning of the match, Nine! because it means no. I'm right, right. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. All right. I don't know much German. Um, I like Schnitzel though. Uh, Keith Lee forearms him to the ground and yells nine back at him. Uh, he forearmed him to death, really. Um, I've not seen much of Keith Lee. I now want to after watching this. Keith Lee is like over 300 pounds. And in the beginning of this match does the leapfrog, drop down, and a drop kick. This dude is huge mm. and he's not moving like he's huge. He's crazy. Moro Nalo says Keith Lee reminds him of a flying tank. And I was like, damn, we got to play some battle takes on 64 <laughs> soon. Um, Marcel gets some offense, and he's not too bad, actually. I, I, I kind of like yeah, this guy. Yeah, I thought both uh, look really good. He kind of looks like um, MGK, but without any tattoos. <laughs> um, he gets some offense, but it's not enough. There's a, a huge face-busting gourd buster from Keith Lee. Then he hits the pounce, which is like the running shoulder, shoulder tackle. Love that move. It's crazy. It looks yeah. so good. He sends him flying. Then he picks him up in a fireman's carry into a jackhammer, which is a cool move, and pins him here. Um, Keith Lee has a f- he. There's his his Tron says limitless. His trunks says limitless. The back of his jacket said bask in my glory. But there really is no limit for this guy. I'd like to see him go against some big juggernauts in the WWE, like him versus Joe. Him versus Brock. You could do some big matchups with this guy. Um, yeah, take my money. I have not seen much of him, and I'm like, hey, this guy looks like he could be kind of fun. He's very kind of simple. Like, his gear is not super flashy. I feel like there's a lot of room for him to grow if he's here in NXT. He's got a lot of personality as well. Yeah, like, he um, comes off very, like, like he's it's easy to him. Mm. Like, it's, like, casual to him. Um, so I'm very interested in seeing where this guy goes. Uh, I'd like to see him in NXT and, and kind of stay here and kind of get better. But knowing WWE, they're like, oh, he's big and he can jump around? All right, put him to the main roster. Let's go. So we'll see, but uh, the the jackhammer move is cool. It's not like the suplex; it's the fireman's carry, yeah, flipping over and slamming him, uh, which was pretty cool. So looking forward to seeing more of Keith Lee. Um, it this is weird. It cuts to the next thing here: a video vignette um, of an ATM outside, and the street profits are there, and Montez Ford and uh, Dawkins. They say, it's another edition of Street Talk. Everyone's, every tag team's got their own little candy cam shows, apparently, here in NXT. Uh, they go, there's a couple of mates who've been talking trash. <laughs> TM61. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not their name. We can't call them that. They're called The Mighty now. The Mighty. They're making fun of the Aussies here. Yeah, I put... Montez Ford's Aussie accent sounds like Braden's Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It was a bit more British than Aussie, I thought, but like... <laughs> Same thing, David. <laughs> um, the Mighty, they say the Mighty, they don't want these. They don't want us. We're going to bust their heads. We're going to bust their heads. 
Um, they say that in one week it will be the mighty versus the street prophets. They're going to end this rivalry because the mighty were the ones that turned heel and become kind of pricks. And uh, the street prophets want some revenge on that. So they say that from this going forward, they're going to beat them and they're going to advance into the NXT uh, tag team division. So seven days, all sixes, no sevens. Know that um, it's weird, <laughs> but I like it, I guess. Um, who's got the better backstage video package? These guys are stakes and weights. And oh, I like stakes yeah, and weights. Like, yeah. I, I like this because they, you know, they got a, a Drake reference in here. But um, yeah, um, I, I feel like these guys are trying too hard. It comes off like they're trying too hard. I don't know. No, I feel it fits their personality. It fits their personality, um, but... Yeah. Uh, also, what happened to their red solo cups? Because they're drinking out of. <laughs> they're clearly well, drinking. Also, they're drinking in a park or something uh, near the ATM, which I don't. Because <laughs> they're so money, I guess. But they're drinking out of their NXT black yeah. cups, but which I'm sure you could probably still buy. Oh um, yeah. So I just bought some merch with the you... money I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that segment's over. Before we go into the next one, what did you buy off WWE Shop? I bought uh, <clears throat> like acid wash. Alexa Bliss t-shirt, oh uh, an acid wash, walk with Elias. What t-shirt. year is it that you? I, mean, acid I wash. like the material of them. I ha- like they're proper t-shirts. They're like cardboard. I hate the. the I like the, the, yeah. this one's soft. It's. I nice. hate the WWE it's, shirts because they're like. But hard. like, why do they not make them all like this? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a. You're wearing a WrestleMania shirt, but it's like nice and distressed. Yeah, it's and nice. Stuff. So you bought a Alexa Bliss and an Elias shirt. Yeah, and oh. then I got the undisputed. Armband, yeah. nice. I'm joining you do the thing? You can't no. do the hand thing. Is that it? <laughs> You're joining Undisputed? Is that it? You're the newest member? I'm the newest You're member. You're the fifth man? Yeah. Nice. Davey Portman, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me know how that goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we now go to Vanessa Bourne versus Tainara Conti. Um, although the announcer was saying Conti and the... Yeah, uh, I was commentators were going conchi. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused. So Tainara, <coughs> let's go with that. Tainara. Um, so Tainara is Brazilian, yeah. and she is uh, a, a super into judo and all that as well. Um, also, her theme song is it Dizzy Rascal? It sounds like <laughs> Dizzy Rascal or Stormzy or Skepta. It's grime. Uh, now you're you're from the UK. What do you know about grime? Because I'm a hip hop head from Canada, and you don't like rap or hip hop at all. Um, I pretty much said all I know. Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, it, her music is amazing. I don't know yeah, how. It was it, cool. I don't know how it fits into her character, but she knew, know, knows the lyrics to her own song because she's mm. kind of wording it as she came out. Um, so you're telling me that that this uh, wrestler. Has a Grimes Grime theme song. She's Brazilian and she can kick people's ass. I think I'm in love. <laughs> essentially, is what I'm trying to say. Is Grime big in Brazil? No, <laughs> it's definitely not. I don't. That's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah, it's, I, it's not. But um, it's cool. I thought. But. Well, I thought she was good. Like, I've not seen anything of her. Um, I did that. You said she was the one that was kind of in undisputed era for like that hot cup of coffee. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember when they wanted to fight? Yeah. Someone off? Who was that with? I think to fight off uh, Nikki Cross, maybe, or I don't remember now. It was a while back, but yeah. Th- and then she no, just disappeared. I, she just disappeared. No, yeah. I, you're right. Um, she was in the May Young Classic last year, but didn't win. Obviously. Right. I think she, I think she was in the. Was she in the Battle Royal at Mania? Yes, she was. Yeah. She was. She was the first ever Brazilian to perform at a WrestleMania. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I felt you said the Street Profits were trying too hard. I did feel she was a bit in her interviews and like stuff. I felt it was a bit pushed and forced, but um, she's clearly got a lot of like, there's something there. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, this match, uh, Vanessa Bourne is someone I, I think can can improve a lot um and this wasn't much of a match there wasn't really much going on here uh vanessa born just basically kept control of this it was pretty much a squash uh vanessa born keeps getting rest holds on her holding her down yelling at her and saying uh, it's my slot you don't deserve this this is me this is mine they both get to their feet and vanessa born slaps tainara and she just screams and goes are you 
crazy and then destroys Vanessa Bourne. There's this crazy, like, she counters a crucifix into a twisting forward, like, STO takedown and pins Vanessa Bourne. One, two, three, clean, just like that. I actually didn't mind this. Um, I, I thought the finish here was I great because she gets slapped in the face and then freaks out and beats her up and pins her. It's I thought great. this was the best Vanessa Bourne's looked, actually. I, I yeah, don't think I, she's bad. I don't um, see much Vanessa Bourne's ring. Like, like Morrow in this match was like naming all these things that Tainara has. Like, oh, mm. she's a judo. She's done this. She's done all these crazy things. And then, and then it, she, he talks about Vanessa Bourne. She was a dancer for the Lakers. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can tell who's who here. Um, I felt you could see it was both of their kind of biggest match i think yeah, i felt sure. they i really looked like they were going for it and trying to impress right um i thought at times as i said it it was too much a bit too forced and it became sure. sloppy because of it but you could see they were like trying to seize this moment of all right we've got some tv nxt let's yeah. go for it uh well we'll see where both these uh superstars go i'm interested in the may on classic this year because there's just so many different i wasn't super into it last year specifically because they were like hey we filmed a bunch of these things and we're just putting it yeah, all out they every... they did like the netflix yeah like, I, I that doesn't work for wrestling they're doing it they've learned they're doing it weekly yeah this year like imagine uh, imagine in other sport like real sports where they're like okay we're gonna pre-tape a bunch of sports the 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 results are gonna are gonna be leaked so regardless you're yeah. gonna kind of know but then they're like, okay, and then we're just going to upload them all. You can just watch it. It's like, well, that doesn't make me want to watch it. Now yeah. it's going to make me more enticed to watch it. We should watch it and talk about yeah. it every week. I'm sure John Away will maybe want to, uh, to to do it. But if not, we're here to talk about it. The lovely ladies. Well, it's going to be a lot easier just an hour a week. Yes, um, definitely. Rather than, because I know you tried to last time. Just and a it lot was of, like, there's no, too much there's wrestling sometimes. Too much. Yeah. And also, what what's the point? Like, you unless you record the whole show in a day, like... Yeah. You can't talk about exactly. eight episodes or however many it is. This is true. It was too much. It, it, once they dumped all the episodes out, it was just too... It just wasn't... Yeah. It didn't make any sense for me. Um, this year, they got it right. Um, they announced next week is the go-home show before Brooklyn, and we will see Tyler Bate versus Roderick Strong. That should be awesome. Take my money. Sounds great. Uh, how are those progress shows going on? Weren't they just in uh, over in the U.S. here? I'm... Yeah. Apparently, there was a... Because someone there was a tag match that oh LAX and someone friends yeah uh, we're, I know I know all the progress big strong boys have been posting all over taking over the U S here which seemed really cool I, I would love to go into one of those shows just um, I know you wanted to go but you're going to take over Brooklyn yeah. and SummerSlam so it didn't make sense for you to find this match um, I don't think they've uploaded it yet but I really want to see it. Uh, Uh, oh yeah, so it's CCK versus LAX. Apparently, and this match is amazing. My friend put easily one of the best tag matches of the year, if not the best. So. All right. Well, I like the LAX guys in uh, TNA. The but it's good to see that, that was the good. New York show. Yeah. So it's cool that yeah, I'm a little a behind on progress at the moment. Yeah, but it, it being something called the G1 that's been taking up a lot of time. The G1. Can we quickly just talk about? Some of the stuff we've watched, um, we we basically have been living together now for about a week, and our, our routine now is just watch G One. <laughs> yeah, I've fallen behind. Like, um, keep falling asleep between before Naito. Um, <laughs> you know what else is falling behind? Kenny Omega's lip. Oh my word! <laughs> his lip is not attached to his face <laughs> anymore. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Ishii is one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. That match was insane. Uh, they killed each other. Yeah. I love Ishii, and holy shit, Kenny Omega's lit. That match was nuts. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very, very excited for Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega. I've been watching a bunch... Perhaps next week now? Uh, I know it's in a few days. Um, look, someone from New Zealand is calling me. I keep getting these scam calls. I don't understand. I should have answered it, but yeah. I'm not... Put, put them on, <laughs> on the air. <laughs> uh, no, I'm scared to what it could be. Like, hey, you owe us money. Hey, you're a father. Or, hey... No, I don't know. Um, I'm interested in Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega simply because there's so much... The storytelling and the history there, I feel like that is like become my the match I need to see coming up soon and that's in a few days now so I, I if I get spoiled on that I'm gonna cry um but so far my in my head the booking of the G1 has been correct so I'm not yeah. gonna say anything I'm not gonna spoil it because uh, I, I'm, 
I feel like I'm on the. But I would say if you <clears throat> if you've never watched New Japan yeah. or anything, and just watch that match and see if it whets your appetite. Kenny it, Mega versus Ishii. Yeah. Yeah, actually, good good call because that match is crazy. Yeah. Ishii versus Kenny Omega. If you're, we get a lot of people who listen to John Away and listen to us, but then they're like, ah, it's just not for me. Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand why it's popular. I don't, I'm not really into that. I'm more into like the WWE kind of storytelling, whereas the in-ring storytelling from New Japan. Watch this match and tell me it's not just insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we've watched it twice now. We have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have this thing where you oh, like to bring people over and make them watch wrestling. Well, to be fair, we went because you wanted to skip ahead to that match. Yes. So we went back and then it was like, oh, that's the next match. Oh, now. we're watching so, this again? Yeah, yeah all right. And then we did and we were glued watching it again. So yeah, go watch that now, match. I'll have to watch Almas Gargano again oh, to see if it <laughs> holds up to that. Yeah, what is the match of the year so far for you? It's probably still that match. You were I there think, live, though. I so. think, yeah, like personal connection to it. Yeah, like being mine there. is mine is still Jericho and Kenny. Right. Like, if you're there in a match, it instantly makes you like it more. Yeah. So, but you've been at every fucking NXT Takeover <laughs> match this fucking year. So screw you. Um, going back to this week's NXT. Hey, Kane Velasquez is in the crowd. Do you know who that is? Some man who punches people. <laughs> Former UFC... Uh, he's, I've, I've seen his fights. He's a big dude. He's a big deal. He was actually... When he was here, he was in the performance center just kind of like rolling around and stuff. And then he, I think he jokingly said, you know, Brock, I'm going to take that universal title from you. Daniel, Dan, Daniel Cormier is going to take the universal championship from Brock Lesnar. Is that going to happen? Or is Roman Reigns going to do that? <laughs> you don't know what I just said. <laughs> no, 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 I know. What you're oh, okay, about. okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> um, the main event here: Johnny Gargano versus Alistair Black. Uh, so Johnny Gargano has costed Alistair Black the NXT Championship. It's it's a terrible, terrible nightmare come true for Gargano, and now Black hates him. So here's the chance for those two to kick each other's heads off. And that's pretty much what they do right away. The bell rings and Aleister Black runs to kick him. Gargano moves out of the way. So they start doing a battle of strikes. But the Dutch Destroyer, as Morrow calls him, hits some crazy spinning back fists, some kicks. But Gargano fights back with his own roll-through kick. Then a suicide dive. Um, they go back in the ring. Aleister dodges one of those roll-through kicks again and starts beating on Gargano. And there's a spot where he goes, Look at me, Gargano. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> uh, he, he beats down on him. And there's a spot where they're just both like exhausted from fighting. Just It's just been go from the beginning of the match. The match has only gone on for about three minutes, if that. And the devil himself, Tomasa Champa, comes down to the ring, throws Johnny out of it, beats on both of them. And then this is where just chaos ensues in full sail. Uh, all three of these guys are just kicking the shit out of each other. They're, they're fighting. If two are fighting, one will peel the other off and then fight that guy. And then the vice versa. It's just craziness. It's not even just Gargano and, and, and Champa. It's Black because he's super pissed at both of these fucking kids now. Um, they fight, they fight. It's an all out brawl. Gargano hits like a senton cannonball off the apron off the Champa. It's just madness. Champa tries to run away after Black and Gargano are in the ring fighting. But this is where William Regal's music hits. And he comes out and says, you three look like you want to fight. Like all three of you. And uh, if all three of you can't, you know, sort it out, I guess I will for you. At NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. The NXT Championship will be defended in a triple threat match. Champa, Gargano, and Alistair Black. And, of course, Champa is furious and screaming, Well, that's not fair. You can't do that to me. What the hell? Oh, da, 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 da. And NXT fades to black. I, like, Champa again pissed me off because this match was great. Of course. Um, they just... <laughs> you wanted to see it and then you didn't get it. Like... Watching this, I enjoyed the show, but they're in a different league. Like, watching that main event, you're just... Definitely. You're so far ahead of everyone else who was on this show. This sure. week. I, it reminds me of um, when the World Cup was going on. Sure. Um, there are, like, football, soccer, like, 
is growing over here, but it's nowhere near as big as it is yes. in Europe, obviously. So there are people who are sat at the bar who are like watching it and into it, but like don't really know that much. And we watch, might have been Spain, Portugal or something like that, watched a really good game. And then afterwards it went to like TFC. Right. And you can tell the difference. And the guy was like, um, how come this doesn't look as good as, <laughs> as the one before? It's like, because it's not. Like, TFC <laughs> is still a lot of fun to go to. Yes, sure. But, like, like the World Cup is a completely different sure. league. So and I felt the that. beginning of this match, like, the speed they went at, how snug all those strikes were and everything. Yeah. It's like, these guys are just elite. They, they're pro- like, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. You, you just say Gargano is elite? <laughs> Calm down. Calm yourself down. Um, that's a match I need to see in the future. Uh, Kenny and Gargano. So, William Regal comes out, announces a triple threat match for TakeOver, just as we thought. You know, our our booking on this show kept saying that we needed to see the final uh, con- confrontation of Gargano and, and Champa, but now Black has been added. But there's been some... Developments. Developments in the story here. Now, NXT is a show that is taped in advance and then airs weekly leading up to the takeovers which are live and in the world of sports entertainment wrestling injuries happen now nxt as soon as it went it finished uh wwe.com and twitter and all their their devices and sources have put out a video here of william regal being interviewed about the triple threat announcement and then someone rushing to him saying, you need to come to the parking lot right now. And William Regal goes to the parking lot. And as you do, he crosses past with Johnny Gargano. He crosses past with Undisputed Era driving away in their truck or Hummer. Going to the parking lot here where Alistair Black has been laid out and he has been found unconscious. Where he, didn't, he couldn't wake up. They're trying to wake him up. All the, the referees, Regal, all the help they can get. And he is unconscious. And their website says there is no details on Black's condition. But WWE.com will bring you updates as more info becomes available. Now, it has come to my attention that Alistair Black has actually been injured. It's a... Groin injury. A groin injury. And needs surgery. Apparently, he is out until October. Now, this is interesting. I'm going to sound like a typical wrestling fan who can't be happy right now. Okay. Been clamoring for this third match forever. We hear, like, we get spoiled that they're doing this triple threat. And I'm like, man, I don't want a triple threat. Uh, I want that third match. uh. Then we see last week's TV and I'm like... I want that triple threat. And then you see this week's see TV. See this week's TV. I really want that triple threat. And now I've got to see bloody Gargano versus Chopper uh, again. Oh, man. What? It's a real shame. I think... I think because this uh, whole story, right from the start, has been written so well, it's a shame this has happened. Because it... Also, the with what they were doing with Johnny, kind of... Like... Yes. Making him a bit annoying, like there turning was, the crowd against him. There a was bit. a video they also released alongside this video. So go watch this. Uh, if you do watch religiously NXT, go watch this video on WWE.com where they see, they find Black. There's a video of Gargano being interviewed. It was before they released this, but it's Gargano basically saying what you just said. He's like, look what I've become. I've become this, this monster. And it's like, I'll do anything. I've, I, I, my life is like, I wake up in the mirror and I, all I think about is like this guy and the title and, now I'm going to get that opportunity. So somehow Gargano has now wiggled his way into a title match. So will we get the one-on-one? It, it's looking that way. Yeah. However, if you're a true NXT fan such as myself, you'll know that the NXT parking lot is a very dangerous place. <laughs> you can't just walk around the NXT parking lot without bad things happening. To this day, we'll never know what happened to Hideo Itami in that parking I lot. Know. We'll never know. Will we know what happened to Aleister Black? Who knows? But it definitely teased Gargano walking out. And it also teased the Undisputed Era. And then we got a few people tweeting me saying, Hey, did you notice what they were listening to in their car as they drive, drove away? Um, <laughs> they're listening to their own theme song. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> did you ever hear that story? It was 
I think it was on Jericho's podcast, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, like, travel together. Sure. And they found a playlist on Spotify of uh, just wrestling themes. Great. So they're listening to these wrestling themes. <laughs> That's what themes I do in road trips. On the way. Pull over to, like, a gas station to fill up. <laughs> Have their door open because they're filling up, but the music's still blasting. And, like, Triple H's themes playing. <laughs> and these guys pull up next to them who clearly know who they are <laughs> and I like look at them like Marks <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong and the and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly they drive off in their Hummer of Undisputed Era they should have been listening to It Wasn't Me by Shaggy <laughs> because it's a little suspicious that Undisputed Era just drives off now this is where my fantasy booking comes into play David Get, take take this in. Take this in. TakeOver Brooklyn is supposed to be a triple threat match for the main event for the NXT Championship. However, Aleister Black is unable to compete. Therefore, he, it's not a triple threat. Earlier in the night, Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. Mm. Somehow, someway, Ricochet defeats Adam Cole. Adam Cole, the whiny baby that he is somehow wiggles his way into a triple threat NXT championship match later that night. How do you feel about that? Or would you rather just the one-on-one between Gargano and Champa? I'd rather the one-on-one, but I feel it has lost something with what they've been doing with Gargano. Sure. Um, I think if you put Cole in that match, he's the babyface in that. Even though he's a heel, he's so over. And I do think it will kind of sort of taint the end of this whole feud. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I don't I don't know how the fans are going to react to I think uh, I think um Gargano just needs to win. That's the that's Yeah, it. I just Is Brooklyn not the WrestleMania of Takeover? It like, is. They're calling yeah. it Brooklyn 4. Like Takeover Brooklyn yeah, 4. Yeah, it's the cuz it was the first big one they Exactly, did. right? So but I yeah, I just um I feel it has lost something now with what they've done with Gargano. Uh, and I was liking it, and I thought, yeah, I, this I agree was with the you, triple yeah. threat. Like he could redeem himself in this match, and then maybe even at the next one, sure. have that blow off one on one. I would like to see Gargano versus Champa. Oh, it's going to be again. awesome! Yeah, like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. But they've been killing it. Yeah, I, a lot. I've I've been getting people being like, "Oh, I'm not super into NXT anymore. I don't watch it anymore. It's not the same." I'm like, but is it just going to be a one on one now? I'm fine with it. A singles match, mm. D- no DQ, whatever the hell you want. Hell in the cell, I don't even care. Honestly, just put these two back in the ring. It'll be magic. You're going to be there live. Yep. It'll be great. I-, I-, I can't see them disappointing. The card looks oh, crazy. Oh, it's going to be awesome. The card looks crazy, even with EC3 on it. <laughs> it looks great. Um, let's quickly go to some feedback to end off our show. Every week, we post up forum.postwrestling.com. Um, KB61 from Perth. Highlight for me was seeing Keith Lee being Keith Lee. So great to see they are just letting the performers be themselves. I'm happy he's here in NXT where he belongs. This is a small gripe, but that music sucks. I loved his old indie theme. I wish there was some way he could have kept it. Uh, EC3 Dream Douche Off was fun, but honestly, the multi-camera shoot format took me out of it. And I would have liked the longer Gargano Black match, but I totally understand what they did. Loved Regal's BDE when he came out to sort everything <laughs> out. Yeah, William Regal definitely does have BDE. Um, Which, oh yeah, we can confirm is the new name of our place. Oh, right. We have named, uh, our, you know, we have moved into our new spot here in Koreatown, Toronto. What is the name of our spot? The Braden Davy Estate, or <laughs> BDE. I guess we got BDE. Uh, we had some other suggestions. I'm just trying to find. Uh, <laughs> we had some one. We had some doozies of suggestions for our um, to name of our new place. I know that much. Uh, BDE is definitely the winner. We got the brave Bravids, which I didn't like. Uh, um, we had uh, Portingtons. Portingtons. Lit in the six. Asia Casa. B&D Central Cushion Baby Batter Bakery. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, BD. William Regal has BD. Um, he's, he continues here saying, I'm glad, we'll be glad after this set of tapings have aired and I won't have to see that big, loud, sweaty, pink fan in the front row. 
Hashtag be a star. Question about Cash's Ono. For a long time, I kind of assumed this was his final destination and he would never get called up. Um, it seems like he, they may have finally pulled the trigger on him. Do you think he's finally in line for a real push? Will he ever make the main roster? Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Um, I think he's good. I just don't know if I like, will that make me want to go to, to watch, like, you know what I mean? Like, is that the main guy? Then that's just I don't not... Know, like, I feel if they're pushing him heel, I could see if Johnny wins. TV matches, that's it. That's like, a match I, I can I just, see happening. Like, there's certain wrestlers that I, won't make me travel to go watch. You sure. know what I mean? Like, make me pay money to watch live. You know what I'm saying? I think Gargano Ono would be awesome, though. I think it'd be great. I'm sure it's probably happened in the Indies mm. somewhere someday. But, you know, we'll um, see. You skipped Mark from Vaughan. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mark from Vaughan. Go for it. Mark from Vaughan. I'm very curious to see how they can make Gargano versus Champa 3 unique after they had such a brutal war in Chicago. Alistair was a perfect fit in the original Triple Threat to keep it fresh. Question. How would you book the NXT title coming out of TakeOver? It's been on the back burner for most of the year because of how hot the DIY feud has been. I feel Brooklyn is the perfect place for Gargano to win it and then move on to a heel like Velveteen Dream or Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, both of those guys deserve title shot. I, I mean, Adam Cole is this North American championship champion, so he's already a champion. But like I said, you could take that away from him and kind of elevate him up yeah. to the next level. I do feel Velveteen Dream at some point needs to be NXT champion. I'm very high on Velveteen Dream. I think he's going to be my favorite wrestler for years to come in the WWE. He's got the look. He's got the charisma. He's got the in-ring. He's the perfect wrestler, in my opinion. Uh, he needs to be champion. He needs to stay here for a while. Don't mm. take him away from me yet. <laughs> this is my one show I like to watch and I like to do a show about. Please don't take the dream away from me. Don't take my dreams away. <laughs> Please. Uh, Carlos from sunny Scotland. God, I loved EC3 and Dream in all its cheesy glory. I laughed hard at Dude. It's three feet deep. What a reception for Keith Lee. I feel he'll get the Kevin Owens run. This time next year, looking for the main roster. Seems like we will never get Gargano Black, and we won't be getting the three-way at TakeOver. Question, if it if they make it the blow-off for the DIY feud, does Gargano win and then go to Black for his rematch, then start with the backlog of guys just waiting? Yeah, eventually you, you could, could do, do Gargano that. Black, which would be an amazing match, as we've seen. We got a yeah. little tease of... Because so, you said October? Yeah, back, I'm so reading it's October from the so That's in through. time for Survivor Series, November. There you go. Take over War Games. Uh, you could do the triple threat there if you really needed to. Um, but anyway, would win. Uh, last one here. Go for it. Uh, this is from Maniac. Hi, guys. First off, sorry about my autocorrect last week, Brandon. But hopefully my <laughs> autocorrect won't mess up me calling you at the Brady. Because we got the triple threat confirmed this week. Mm. After your thoughts last week, I am more sold on Champa retaining. I mean, Gargano has won their matches too many times anyway and have the redemption path of Gargano coincide with becoming number one contender for WrestleMania takeover. EC3 Dream segment... All Almost seemed like their own attempt at a Hardy-style pre-tape, or just Jeremy Borash having some input. <laughs> down to the weird cuts, including Dream asking EC3 to sit down, then immediately asking him to get up for a walk, which made me laugh. <laughs> but overall found it to be a good idea that could have been executed better. Oh, and one last thing. Given the way Adam Cole come, uh, came out to Ricochet's music instead of commentary saying, that's not Ricochet, just once, I would love to hear them treat it more like... Sorry... He, uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll stop you. He's saying Morrow should have said, wait, that's that's not Adam Cole. Sorry, uh, That's not Ricochet. Sorry, this is, must be a, a technical error, which they, they played it off already well. Right. They were like, wait, what, what's happening? And then they drag out the body of him. So I think the way they executed it made sense to sure. me. Because yeah. Morrow was like, uh, sorry, we were supposed to have a match, and now yeah. we don't. Quickly throw to something else. Uh, which I thought was great. Um, and I, I'm happy that we're getting mixed reactions on the EC3 yeah. Dream thing, because for some reason, I don't know why. It's not, I shouldn't like it, but I fucking loved it. Um, maybe EC3 is growing on me. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. And yeah, the triple threat now is not a triple threat. Nope. So we shall see, and you shall see, because you'll be in Brooklyn for TakeOver, we will be doing some sort of show for post wrestling. Uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, our schedules and all that stuff. So keep uh, looking for that. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's that's all we got to say for this week. Is yep. there anything else you'd like to say? Not really. I've got to get ready and 
serve some tables. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Post Wrestling, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, always free. Review us, give us likes, whatever it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am on Instagram and Twitter at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davy Portman. Um, follow us and look at all our antics of us living together like the odd couple. Um, I'll go do some dishes. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. I love you. Be safe. Ahoy! Good news. You started a company. Now you have to run it. When you look out into the sea of CRMs, it can look extremely blue. But HubSpot is here to give your company a more human approach. We're a CRM that's easy to use, aligns all your teams seamlessly, and delivers a better experience for your customers. So your business feels like a helpful partner and not just some company trying to force a sale. There's a better way to help grow your business by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. HubSpot. Grow better. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.